0: Well, hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We are on an eight week journey Uh, all about the value of the leader. This is part six and uh, over the last couple of weeks, remember this is not how valuable are leaders but rather how much value do you see in yourself as a leader and uh, here's what we've covered so far. Quick recap, number one, poverty spirit, that's the enemy of value. Remember, poverty spirit is not about money, it's about your sense of value. A poverty spirit or poverty mentality is a limiting way of thinking built on a spirit of lack, defeat, neglect or helplessness. Second week, we looked at a poverty mentality as a gospel issue. When the gospel doesn't connect people to their Heavenly Father, they're left trying to earn their value from the world rather than receiving it from the Father. Thirdly, valuable people live valuable lives and add value to others. That's why this is so crucial. Leaders, we are called to add value. The saddest thing is a leader who needs value from people because then they're not trying to lead them, they're trying to get something out of them. And if we don't understand our value to the Father, we're going to try and earn our value from the world while we shrink our lives down to our small sense of value. Then we began to look at the first of five ways that the Father communicates value to us. Uh, In week four, we looked at the Father reveals your value through the way you are made. And then last week, the Father reveals your value through what Jesus said. So let's dive into the next one. How does the Father try and speak value over our lives? This is for everyone. Every believer needs to know this, but especially leaders. It's critical. If we're going to lead people, we need to lead from a place of value because valuable people add value to others. So number six, your father reveals your value through the price he paid to get you back. Now, this is the heart of everything. Probably the most powerful way that God demonstrated how valuable you are is the price that He was willing to pay to get you and I out of slavery to sin, death, and Satan. And interestingly enough, it says in Psalm 49, verses 7 to 9, it says, No one can redeem the life of another or give to God a ransom for them. The ransom for a life is costly. No payment is ever enough so that they should live on forever and not see decay. In other words, there's no earthly price. That the Father could pay. I love that. Or give to God a ransom for them. The ransom for life is too costly. That's why it took God Himself. Sending His Son, Jesus. Son of God became the son of man, and it was his death. That's why uh, in 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19, For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. There is no higher price in all of the universe that God could have paid for you and I. In other words, when God looked at us and he looked at the price tag on the back of our neck, that's the price tag he paid. Not the value you see in yourself, but the value that God sees in you and I. And now, uh Simple little testimony, but for me, it drove this home when our church, Outlook Church here in Richards Bay, we, we looked for ages for a piece of land to, to build a church building on. And we were told up front, there are no church sites, don't waste your time anymore. And we were trying to make deals and schemes to find a property, nothing. And long story short, we were led to this piece of land and uh, the municipality valued the land that we're now on. They valued it at 600000 But it became a public tender system. In other words, we had one opportunity to tender a price and whoever put in the highest tender got to buy the piece of land. So now we're stuck with this, how much do we pay? The municipality valued at 600,000, but how valuable is it to us? And after prayer, long story, we felt God had spoken to us about paying the full price, and we didn't know what that meant, so we just paid everything. We paid all that we had. We'd raised just over a million rand, and we paid that. One million, one thousand, one hundred and eleven. We paid that, and it was the perfect amount. Actually, we won the tender by a couple of hundred rand, so it was the perfect price. The point is this. The world, the municipality, set the value this level, But God said, pay the highest price, and we paid everything we had in exactly the same way. Maybe you valued yourself three out of ten or four out of ten, and maybe God should pay what I feel I'm worth. No, He paid what He valued us at, the highest price in the universe, the blood of His Son Jesus. Now, Just very quickly, what's interesting is is to compare the Old Testament thinking to New Testament thinking. Remember, the Old Covenant was a covenant of performance, of work, of law. You earned your righteousness through your performance, obedience to the law. And interesting enough, it said uh, in Leviticus, there was a, a yearly amount that needed to be paid to uh, to redeem something. In Leviticus 27 verses 1 to 4, it says, The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, If anyone makes a special vow to dedicate a person to the Lord by giving the equivalent value, set the value of a male between the ages of 20 and 60 at 50 shekels of silver, according to the sanctuary shekel, for a female set her value at 30 shekels. Now, I know what you, whoa, straight away, why this division? Men, 50. Ladies, 30. In other words, wow. Well, I suppose because men were soldiers and they were farmers and women, well, I suppose they stayed at home and raised kids. And so in the eyes of a performance-based covenant thinking, your value was set on your performance, on your ability. Now, what does it mean in Christ? What does it mean in the New Testament? Well, In uh, the New Testament, it says in Galatians 3 verse 28, There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. In other words, when Jesus died on the cross, He wasn't dying for the men and whatever's left over for the ladies. No, no, He was dying paying the same price. The precious blood of Christ was paid. Whether you male, female, black, white, whatever color, whatever socioeconomic background, whatever personality type, in God's eyes... It's not based on performance or position. It's based on the value that the Father sees inside of us. And we need to let that break into our hearts. Remember, you're going to live up to that sense of value. Not to earn value, but from your sense of value. Valuable people live valuable lives and add value to others. Which is why we've got to receive it, hear it from the Father so that we can live it out. So, Big idea. God paid the same price for male and female, slave or free. Our value is not based on gender or economic status or worldly performance. Our value comes from the Father. So I want to leave you with a couple of quick questions to ponder, uh, either by yourself or with your team. And so I want you to compare how valuable you feel with the value your Father sees in you. Maybe I got you to do that exercise if you had to put a number. This is how valuable I feel, but this is how valuable the father sees me. I see myself as maybe a three, but the father sees me as a 10. Now, question one, what is the primary factor that's currently setting your felt value? In other words, do you value yourself based on performance, economic success, ability, achievement? What are you basing that on? Question number two, how big is the gap between your felt value And the father's revealed value. In other words, if I'm still seeing myself as a three and the father sees me as a ten, that's a big gap. That's a seven of a gap. Question number three, have you had a revelation of how insulting that gap is to the father? Are you ready to repent of living by a worldly sense of felt value rather than your father's declared value? And I hope that pierces your heart. That pierced my heart. For me to continue to see myself as a three out of ten is an insult to my father. That gap. Is a gap that needs to be repented of. Father, forgive me. I want to see myself the way you see me so that I live as a 10, adding value to others and not desperately trying to find my value in the world. I hope that makes sense. I hope the Father is speaking it into your heart so that we can live out valuable lives as leaders. We've got two more to look at over the next two weeks. Until then, can't wait to see you. God bless and bye for now.